Hello and welcome to the Find Your Flow radio show podcast. I'm your host, Winston Wittis, and I'm here today with a very special episode. Today's episode is no subject. No subject. What? Yeah. Why? Because. Because I don't have anything specific to start off with. And yet, I'm at the point where I start recording in my in my daily habit, in my daily routine. So if you're new to the show, this is not usually the way I operate. Usually I have a topic or a theme for each episode. So I'm going to start off with the public service announcement here at the show. Please use your blinker, your turn signal, hand signal, whatever it is you need to signify, signal, sorry, to the world your intentions while driving or riding a bike. And let other people work with you and or around you. And that will create more flow out there on the roads and in the world. So there you have it. It's free. It's common courtesy. Probably even the law. All right. So we got that out of the way. Now, usually, like I mentioned, I do have a topic or a theme. Today's topic or theme is no subject. There's no particular thing that I'm starting with, and let's be honest, half the time I don't stay on topic very often. I do. I think I do a decent job, but sometimes I'm all over the place. It goes very roundabout, and then uh, usually by the end, we come back full circle to whatever point I was trying to make in the first place, and it works out that way, as does life, right? It just works out. If it doesn't, we die, and then we didn't know that it didn't work out anyway, so as far as I'm concerned, it always works out. I think that's a healthy outlook. So I'm going to just start ripping because I see that there is a big truck right next to me, scholastic truck with books, and Clifford the Big Red Dog on the side looking right at me. And Bradley and I, my kid, our oldest, and I uh, just got done dropping them off. So I have this routine that I've developed over the last, I want to say, 100 days plus, and it is podcasting, recording while I'm driving these podcast episodes because this is when I can do it and this is when my mind is flowing and ready to go and uh, it gets me excited, it keeps me motivated to keep podcasting and sharing with you the different things that that I feel are important and that can maybe provide the most awesomeness. So I see two cars in front of me, this dump truck looking thing that looks like the same one that was here a couple months ago when I was podcasting and there happened to be a rainbow that ended, and I even took a picture and posted it, um, of the rainbow ending in the back of this dumpster truck. And, and I think it's the same one, if I'm not mistaken. I could be mistaken. But it's at the same exact location that I was when I took that picture a couple months ago. So that's coincidental and awesome. So I think I'm going to just be pointing out a lot of coincidences today. And uh, some of them might be a stretch. But here's the the reason I'm doing it, because... I believe it's very powerful practice to pay attention to coincidences, coincidences. What is coinciding? It is the self, the awareness, the I am noticing things that are somehow connected. And sometimes it is just ourself, the individual that notices these things. Like here I am sitting in my car right now by myself. I notice that coincidence. No one else probably in the world is in the same exact location I am at the same time with those same set of circumstances that allowed me to recognize that coincidence of this dumpster uh, right in front of me, right? 
with the rainbow and then me passing the same uh, sign on the freeway, like being in the exact same location and uh, and podcasting while I was doing it. And I think he, I even shouted it out on the podcast because I was like, oh, this is so cool. And um, maybe I didn't. I don't recall. I might have made that part up. But by going with the flow of it and paying attention to coincidences, I start to connect with that higher mind what some people might call like the God mind or the um, superego or the higher level ego. And what I think is important about that is if you're trying to get in the flow, like these bigger flows, bigger higher level coincidences, then paying attention to these things is really important. That's how you start to get into it. You start to connect and align yourself with it. And by acknowledging it, you are conscientiously giving attention to it. And where attention goes, energy flows. And the more energy you give something, the higher, the the stronger the vibration of that frequency that you're thinking, that you're resonating, and you become the fundamental tone of that frequency. And that radiates outward from you into the ether, if you will. And that allows the things that vibrate at that same frequency or in sympathy with that frequency to start vibrating and attracting to you through the, via the law of attraction. So becoming aware of coincidences is incredibly valuable, in my opinion. I haven't been practicing it, honestly, as much as I used to. Um, it's something that I will start practicing again because it is important. It's a big part of what I realized is kind of a shift in awareness, if you will. So the more, so here's kind of a, the flip side of it. If I'm looking at something and saying, oh, well, that's just coincidences, it, you know, it's not important. It has no value. Oh, that's, if I'm using the word coincidence and the occurrence of a coincidence as like, oh, well, that's just like a statistical probability at some point it has to happen. Okay, sure. That's one way to look at it. And you have the power of choice, and you get to choose what it means for you. And if it means nothing, then it is nothing. Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right, according to Henry Ford, right? So if you flip that thought and say, well, what is the significance of it? And maybe you don't have to make up like some big grand significance of it, but just recognize it. Ah, what a coincidence. That synchronized, that lined up in time and space to where I see these two things. And what if you imagined that that was a hint from your higher power, whether it be God or whatever you call that? What if that was like a clue that, oh, you found one, an Easter egg, right? Oh, you saw a glimpse of the grace of God connecting you with this thing in this time and space. Of all the different things that could have happened, of all the different places you could have been, of all the different people that could have been around you, it all lined up in that one moment and you saw it. You are the amazing point of aha-ness in that moment. From my perspective, that's what I that's what I would call it. That's what I encourage you to uh, to try out for a while. Is that hey, this is significant because you saw it. You were in a time and place where it all lined up and it all meant something or nothing. But in that moment, you were a witness to it. That's significant from my perspective. Now, let's say that there's you and your friend involved. Let's say you were thinking of your friend and all of a sudden you get a call from your friend. What a coincidence. Well, you could say my friend calls me every other day, so it's not that big a coincidence. Okay, you're right. Not that big a coincidence. 
Or maybe it's somebody you haven't heard from in a long time, and all of a sudden, out of the blue, they, you run into them at the store. Oh, I was just thinking about you. Oh, wow, what a premonition or what a coincidence, huh? Interesting How's that? how that happens. Or it's just dumb luck. Oh, okay, sure, it's just dumb luck then. Whatever you want it to be, right? Whatever we want to call it, that's what it is. So for me, I call that social flow. When there's two or more people involved with the coincidence, I call it social flow because what if we're consciously starting to recognize these coincidences together? What if you were listening to me talk about the the podcast um, that I said that I did a couple months ago where the dumpster and the rainbow, and then in the same place you were driving, you happened to listen to me having this experience, listening to the same podcast with me saying the same things, and, oh, I see that dumpster. Now you've seen, you've heard me talk about that dumpster twice, and you were in the same place both times. Well, what a synchronicity. We're both synchronized to the same kind of cycle, the same kind of circle in a sense, a frequency circle, right? And isn't that amazing? No, it's it's just probability. Winston, I do this. I do the same drive every day. Winston, you do the same drive every day. You podcast at the same time every day. Uh, that dumpster leaves the dumpster mart at the same time every day. What? That's not coincidence. That's just probability. Okay. Okay. There you go. So we have these different ways we can interpret these things, right? And the way we interpret them changes the um doctor uh not doctor phil what's the other guy um the other guy that's cooler than doctor phil in my opinion says um when you change the way you look at things the things you look at change so our perception and perspective on things as it we shift it it shifts the thing itself how is that possible is it possible or is that just double talk is that just neo uh psychosomatic logic pseudoscience what not no science is catching up to that science is starting to realize like hey our intention our ex- expectations of these things actually shifts the things themselves at the very smallest micro something level right they're starting to catch on to that so we, some of us have known that already in different ways, right? Some of us intuitively understand this. Some of us, I just saw a really cool Chrysler 300. I think it's the same one that I saw earlier. Yep, I'm pretty sure it is. And it is awesome. And that is a coincidence. It's the same car as mine. Got cooler rims than mine. Looks pretty darn awesome. Anyway, um, what a coincidence. Okay. So just start to make things up, friend. Just make it up. That's part of the game at the beginning especially. It's just like, oh, what a coincidence. I'm wearing the same pants I was yesterday. How coincidental. No, how lazy. No, it's coincidental. Could have worn any pair of pants. Highly unlikely since I generally wear the same clothes over and over because it's easier. But that's neither here nor there. Or is it? It's exactly here this is where I am and this is when I claim it and this is when I identify it. So let's say that uh, another social flow, let's say that um, we're hanging out, you and I, on this here podcast and uh, I mention, oh, there goes a Bill Howe plumbing truck I just see going over the overpass. And you're like, oh, Bill Howe. 
oh, I, I just saw that truck too the other day. Or I just called a plumber. Oh, I need to call a plumber. What a coincidence that you just said that. I was just thinking about that. Right? And, and that would be interesting too because I'm recording this at a different time than you're listening to it. And yet, and let's say, you know, I've got hundreds of thousands of not millions of listeners. So, of course, out of all the listeners, somebody out there needs a plumber at some time in their life while they may perhaps at this time be listening to this podcast episode where I coincidentally said that. What a coincidence. No, Winston, it's sheer freaking dumb luck, guy. Get over it. There's nothing significant there. Okay, if you say so, friend. If you say so, quipping so harsh, huh? Take a chill pill. You got to be like that. Okay. Um, other coincidences. Okay, I guess that's good. We've kind of beat that one to death. I think you get the picture, right, friend? What else? <sighs> Coincidence. i um been studying commercial real estate investing. Been training. I went to invested in myself and went to a boot camp seven days straight of commercial real estate training, investing, learning from the best in the business. And uh, gosh darn, wouldn't you know, what a coincidence. Just the other night, found out that somebody I've known for years is looking for their next commercial real estate investment project. And oh, wouldn't I like to help them find it? Heck yeah, I would like to help them find it. That just saved me who knows how much time and energy to uh, figure out all the part that they already know how to do, that they already have systems to do, that they already have experience to do. And all I have to do is focus on the part that I like to do, the finding of the property, putting together the deal, and then letting those guys handle and crush the rest of it. What a coincidence. How serendipitous that these people are actually kind of part of my family. Who knew? What a miracle. Why did I not put that together soon? Oh, I don't know, because the the sync the times hadn't synced up, because I wasn't in that space before. I was interested in it, but for whatever reason, I didn't get there yet. With and I'm referring to a commercial real estate. I had an interest in it, but I didn't think it was quite time for me to start investing time and energy into learning it. But then, uh, coincidentally, Mr. Than Merrill of CT Homes and Fortune Builder and flipped this house. I was in a room with him and he was uh, talking to us and he was saying like, hey, this training's coming up. It's commercial real estate training. And if I were, if me, 20 years ago, or maybe he didn't say that long ago, maybe like 10 years ago, I would have begged, borrowed, or still to make it out to this training. And now I know he wasn't directly speaking to me. There was a room full of people. However, that's how I felt. It's like he was looking right at me saying, hey, you, there, guy, Winston, Go do this. Make this happen somehow, some way. And I was like, yes. Yes, I will, Dan Merrill. Because I feel called to do it now. What a coincidence. I've always, I've wanted to do this for a long time. My grandfather was in, developed commercial real estate. My grandfather was a builder and a developer. And, um, you know, that wasn't part of the business that I was ever, I never worked for my grandpa, but I was around it growing up, right? And my dad was in construction. He was a contractor working for him and my grandpa worked together and um but yet i never was part of that you know but then all of a sudden all these things coincidentally 
are coming together. It's like, you know, I've been thinking about commercial real estate investing and, and stepping up from the residential into that. And then, gosh darn it, Dan Merrill's here in person telling me, go do it. So I'm going to listen. And I did. And then all of a sudden, once you know, I got to learn from uh, Paul Asagian for three days and then from Than for a few three days. And then, um, and then almost magically, I find out somebody I already know is deeply entrenched in the business and already highly successful and wants me to uh, go to work for them in a sense, right? I just picked up a, an amazing client without doing any work. I did the work on myself, right? But I didn't go out and hit the phones for this. I didn't go out and knock doors for this, although I could have. It just fell into my lap at dinner. I was hanging out, having drinks with the fam, and my dad shared with me this this knowledge. What a miracle. What a coincidence. How serendipitous that I happened to be there for dinner that night. Isn't that amazing? How lucky am I? I'm super lucky. I'm the luckiest man alive. These things happen to me all the time. Did it always happen to me? No, it didn't. And that's also part of the value that I want to share with you. Just in general. I didn't have this pre-planned for this episode. But how serendipitous and coincidental that it now comes into my mind that I may share it with you. So... Once upon a time ago, I was at the other end of this lucky spectrum. I was very unlucky. Everything always went the wrong way for me. Everything sucked for me. And it was always, I could always expect it to go wrong because, uh, you know, well, just my luck. This isn't going to, oh, it fell apart. Oh, that broke. Oh, so-and-so doesn't like me. Oh, whatever. Right? Because that was my mindset. And because that's what I was in the cycle of and the belief system of, I manifested it. And I didn't realize I was manifesting it. I was, you know, this is like when I was younger, high school, middle school, um, you know, I was fairly depressed most of the time, right? I had a lot of issues and baggage and whatnot. And it was very self-fulfilling prophecy, you know, like, oh, I, oh, this thing over here, well, it might seem cool right now, but I know it's going to fall apart. And then when you know it did, gosh darn it, see, I knew it, can't get excited about anything, it's always going to break, it's always going to fall apart. So it's going to disappear, whatever, because I didn't understand how I was creating my own reality. And slowly but surely, I realized I had to test that. I had to test this concept of creating my own reality and mindset. And as I did, I started seeing like, hey, when I believe something's going to break or not work, it does generally. When I believe something will work out for the best for me and will go into my favor and it will be awesome, then that generally tends to happen. And so I just kept testing it and kept testing it. And then I realized I had to start journaling it and, and keeping track because it's like, man, nobody would believe me. And like then, you know, people, other people would always be like, oh, well, you're so lucky. Everything's easy for you. And it's like, uh, no, Actually, kind of, not exactly. I work hard, right? I do things that you don't see behind the scenes. Um, so it looks easy on the surface. But I'm actually, but then there's other things that actually were very easy. Just like, well, I was born into a very, you know, well-off family. So that's pretty lucky. That's outside of my, it's not something I did, Right. I was born in a family that was coming up and working hard, and then I uh, got to live in a nice house. As we got bigger, we got into a bigger house. And my, you know, like all these things that are very lucky and outside of my control that somebody could say, oh, well, you're in the position you are because of that thing. It's like, well, yeah, that certainly probably didn't help. I mean, hurt, right? 
and and yet there's like and yet there's people at the other end of the spectrum that grow with nothing that were homeless that were you know had all these crazy challenges and they risen to the top and then there's people that start at the top and then fall to the bottom so we can look at other people and make judgments and, and stories about how or why they got to where they are or have what they have and yet it's most of it's probably not always true or it's only part of the story and what I've discovered for myself that I feel is a big part of what I want to share with the world is just that that we do create our own reality to you know to a large degree there's there are things that maybe are beyond our control and you know that um, Lord's Prayer or whatever it is the one um, or the Alcoholic Anonymous, Anonymous one about like being able to recognize the difference between the things we can control and the things we can't and letting go of, uh, you know, the things we can't control. There's a lot of wisdom in that. And um, so definitely, you know, there are things that, that we shouldn't get stressed out over because it's just outside our control. And then there's things that we can't control. What can we control? We can control that we're not going to let ourselves get stressed out over it, right? We're going to choose to recognize like, oh, you know what? That's one of those things. I got to let it go. I'm not going to let it get to me because... So it's on my control. Well, you just powerfully changed that, didn't you? You powerfully changed your own state, your own mental state because of this realization. So that's powerful. That's very powerful. So that, I think, is uh, the big thing for today, it turns out. Who knew? What a coincidence. How serendipitous that we ended up talking about this thing today. I had no idea. I was just blabbering on. And... Um, yeah, I think that's where we should end it, friend. I think that's kind of it. So uh, I wish you the best. I would say if uh, you're open to it, write down coincidences. Pay attention to them. Shout them out to yourself. Um, shout them out to your higher power, to God, or whatever it is for you. And recognize it as like, hey, good one. Ah, I didn't see that one coming. You know, how awesome. What a coincidence. That was great. What a coincidence of these uh, things in time and space that I got the, the opportunity to witness. What a... Um, Divine uh, inside joke. Yes, that's one I like, right? Hey, coincidences, inside joke between you and your higher power. Saying, ah, you got me. Aha, I put that one there for you. See if you're paying attention, friend. Oh, you were. Good job. And as you notice one, you start to notice more. It starts to become kind of a chain reaction sometimes. It's pretty fantastic. And then uh, you start to recognize the creative power within and how you can um, really tap into the creative power and and harmonize with the uh, creative juice of the internet, or I'm sorry, the uh, universe, internet too, really, it's uh, another level of communication, right, and um, pretty powerful stuff, so anyway, friend, start playing with that, co-creating with the universe, your experience, your expectations, what you notice, what you're paying attention to, and uh, call it divine, call it serendipitous, call it a miracle, an aha moment, whatever it is, and enjoy it, and you'll recognize and start to experience more of it. So have at it, have fun, share it with the world, share it with the Finder Flow community. Send it in, uh, go to the Finder Flow Facebook page, um, you know, join the page there, share your coincidences. I'd love to hear about them. Or send me an email if you uh, don't want to do it that way, info at finderflow.com. And uh, until next time, my friend, be coincidental, be serendipitous, be flowing.